Hello everybody and welcome to episode 19 of the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify and fetcheveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone. You're all welcome. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. Oh, that annoys me. Does it annoy you? <laughs> Not as much as clearly it annoys you. <laughs> Yeah, so I, sometimes I can't sleep at night because they, they do that sort That's of thing. That's absolute rubbish. Yeah, no, I, I have no problems. Anyway, don't... <laughs> I have no nighttime problems, folks. Uh, anyway, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave your comments and suggestions and whatever. What would you like to say, Katie? Teddy bear. <laughs> and... Are you going to kill your dog? I just want to say teddy bear, and then I'm <laughs> going to kill my dog. Yeah, we've just shut them away, and the, um, well, the little one is barking. No dogs are actually going to be killed, promise. Or even harmed during this mm. podcast. Are Maybe you... once we're finished. No. Uh, no, okay, you're right, <laughs> all right. Okay, we've got our word on that, that's fair enough, yeah. Um, but I, I am here. That is good. Yeah. How, how are we doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, I'm all right. I'm awake now, so that's nice. So you had a, a, a good week of training, but you've, what have you done? I've had a good week of training from a running perspective, definitely, and I've even managed to do my um, Project Joker, oh, sorry, we're talking about that later, uh, oh, oh, nice little sort of teasing part there, yeah, very good. Um, I've had to ease off the swimming a bit, so I'm deliberately not looking at my training log and seeing how much lower my mileage is this year, in this month. month. Because my shoulder's been a bit tweaky, and although actually swimming kind of nice and calm and gentle around the lake does not seem to have any ill effect on it, if anything it feels better after I do that, speed work seems to be winding it up a little bit, um, and other things are definitely winding up. So I'm visiting an osteopath later today, because I've noticed that my neck is incredibly stiff, and it turns quite nicely to the right, and to the left it just kind of goes, clunk, stop. Um, which I know is not correct. Yeah, you're, what, what's that film called where the little girl is <clears throat> possessed? And you're, you're sort of... What's that film called? Exorcist? The Exorcist, yeah. You're, you're comparing you're, you're, me to the little girl You're the more exorcist when you turn to the, the right and less exorcist when you turn to the left. I have got similar hair to the girl in The Exorcist, I'll be honest about that. Yeah, so... Especially near the end of the movie where she's particularly possessed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, That's okay. me. So, so how's you, your you training? Even at your exorcism enness. <clears throat> yeah. Um, my training has gone reasonably well. I've managed to get four runs in for the first time in quite a while. Um, for the last three weeks, I've just been sort of feeling a little bit of discomfort around my sort of groin and hip area on the right. Um, I landed weirdly on my leg whilst we were um, playing touch rugby a couple of weeks ago and it really has taken all that time for me to feel like it's sort of almost normal again. Um, so for that reason and also because it's quite complicated and I'm not very good at it, um, I'm actually thinking I'm going to stop doing the touch rugby which um, I'm still sort of a bit disappointed in myself for doing that but also... It's really important to me that I carry on running. It's something, obviously, I've been doing that for like 15 years now. And the idea of not being able to do it because I um, have these sort of incidents and things, which I think are relatively common, is just not something I want to 
want to think about at the moment? I don't think you should be disappointed in yourself for trying something new and oh, yeah. deciding it wasn't for you. I don't think you should be disappointed. No one should be disappointed in themselves for doing that. Yeah, I think what, what I have is a um, an increased respect for what sports teams do when they, they work together because there there's such a lot of stuff flying around that it's really hard for me to keep it all in my head and to be able to listen to all the instructions around me and the 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 calls from the other team members um so yeah I feel like that aspect of it wasn't for me but yeah I'm I tried it and I'll I'll think of something else to try or maybe if you're listening listeners you must be listening otherwise (laughs) what else are you doing have you fallen asleep Night jar and looking at you. Um, so, yeah, give me some suggestions for other things I could try. And I'll, maybe I'll give them a try. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to hold my hand now while you discuss um, what happened on Wednesday? <sighs> Oof. Well, it was kind of like a almost a week of trying to get to the bottom of something and looking through endless reams of, of my software and trying to work out where the bottleneck had suddenly emerged from that was slowing everything down and making the server pretty much cook itself. If you want an image, and you've seen the film The Matrix, it's when it's like when the guy was training um, Keanu to um, to do all the kind of judo and jiu-jitsu and things, and he's sat there and he's looking absolutely knackered and he's watching just reams of code and he's like wiping his own brow even though he's only sitting still. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, it it was, was nothing like that. It was, <laughs> it was, actually, there was quite a lot of desolate staring into space on Wednesday in particular. But on the upside, now I know Kung Fu, so it's not all bad. Uh, so it turned out it wasn't really a, a coding problem. It was a, a hardware problem. The, one of the drives on our server was failing sort of mechanically, I guess. So, um, yeah, swapped that one out and everything's been tickety-boo since. So So one of the things I was wondering about all of this, and it kind of um, has been something I wanted to ask because of some of the comments on your blog that you got, um, is sort of, what, why? Why do they not have some kind of thing in place that means that they, you know, when they have to swap out that driver or that driver is failing, you know, why? Okay, um... Well, we do have two drives that are sort of in should in theory be in exactly the same state, and um, so you know when you upload an image or a, a blog post or whatever, it goes onto those two drives pretty much simultaneously, um, and then when you request pages from the site, they can come from one of one or two of those drives. So in theory. If one of them fails, you should be able to swap over to the other one um, with no loss of service. But in practice, for reasons I totally don't understand, um, it's not always possible to do that. And it does slow things down, it seems, if one of them is is misbehaving, because I don't know. I think the software that is speaking to those drives and um, making them synchronise with each other is struggling because it's trying to update both of them at the same time and if one of them's not being as responsive as the other um so there are some circumstances where you can just carry on with one but it does i think impact on the performance of the server and there was another question about the cloud the cloud and things like that so 
again, this is not somewhere where not a, a layer of of hardware that I know very much about, other than the fact that rather than being reliant on a single machine, um, you have um, it's all sort of virtualized, so you can be running on any number of machines and it's sort of abstracted in, into does any of this make sense my mind again i'm coming back to the matrix i i don't i think there are some things that i've been able to accept contactless cards um bank accounts with no branches i can't think of anything else. In, internet with no wires <laughs> internet with no wires mobile talkie devices <laughs> Yes, I've been able to accept all of those. I've been able to accept I have a, a phone that is everything. It's a computer. It's just all of that. But for some reason, the cloud, I don't trust it. So it is a software layer that communicates with multiple different machines all at the same time. So when you build a website, you plug it into that software layer. And that software layer takes care of talking to all those different machines so if one of the machines goes down the software layer just goes all right well that one's not responding i'll i'll stick my data somewhere else i think that's my understanding of it um and i spoke to the server company i said hey there guys what's the big idea let's talk about virtualization and cloud servers and whatnot and they said to me well if you were in a position where you were looking to have more than one machine then we might talk about it but based on our current budget, one machine is all we can afford right now. Um, so yeah. it, it sort of doesn't make sense. And and the other thing is that when you do have this extra layer that allows your stuff to run across multiple machines, it costs more money because there's more complexity involved in maintaining that extra layer. So it reminds me a little bit of Charlie Bucket losing uh charlie bucket's dad i should say it's the third film reference is it yeah we've done the matrix we've done the exorcist oh yeah and now and now this one so when he lost his job screwing the caps on the um the toothpaste at the toothpaste factory Mm -hmm. that's toothpaste for our english listeners (laughs) (laughs) or a bit of charcoal and leaves for our welsh listeners (laughs) So he lost his job screwing the caps on, but then he got a job maintaining the machine that screwed the caps on. So that's, I think, what we're getting at. Like, if you add this extra layer that allows you to work across multiple machines, you've got to maintain that layer as well. So it's not all happy days. Um, But if I'm willing to accept any comments from anybody who knows more about this than I do, and if anybody's going to offer me a, a nice good deal on the server, then do get in touch and we can talk about it, I guess. Um, it's kind of a scary prospect, isn't it, to to think about changing? Um... Yeah, we've we've been with a company called Positive Internet, and we've been with them since two thousand and seven. And by and large, they've been absolutely great, and um, they they sound like they know what they're talking about, at least to to my ears. And um, Touchwood, we have not had too many problems over the years. Um, we've not ever lost any large amounts of data we back things up every night uh, automatically and, and everything seems to largely go well um, and obviously they're really keen to to make it work out as well so um, let's see where we go but um, it is something that I always am thinking about so yeah 
Enough technological stuff now. Let's move on to running, shall we? <laughs> yeah, sorry if, if that was a bit much, but um, yeah, let's, let's move on. So this week we had some lovely comments about last week's podcast. I think a lot of you appreciated the kind of different voices again and the outside broadcasts and the sound was better. So, um, But in particular, lots of really lovely comments about um, Squeak and her contribution and the teddy bear line. Uh, even had her own mother in, in tears of laughter. So, um, yeah, incredibly cute. Um, we'll absolutely definitely have to find some time to get Pip to feature yeah. as well. Cause... Were they tears of laughter or sort yeah. of totes emotion kind of tears? No, I think like, tears oh. of laughter from what she said on the, on okay. the thread. Yeah, yeah. All right. um, um, and Cara said, we both sounded pretty tired at the end. Um, and yeah, it, it's undoubtedly true. Um, we got there for 11 and we left around about four o'clock, if I'm remembering right. So we didn't really sit down for five hours. And I did, lots, I did lots of picking up orange peel, um, which was, as I think I mentioned last week, amazing how heavy it is. Um, and yeah, but it was great. It was a really good day and we came away feeling tired, but very happy about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we said last time, but we, we bought about 50 quid's worth of fruit from the wholesaler. Um, and it feels like it's a really good investment in terms of like you know you could spend that amount on an advert and and it all feels a bit soulless but if you're sort of out there going have something for free come and visit our site um it feels like the the nicer way of doing it so it it was was awesome it was really good and a few of you have said about making contributions um that's come up again and yeah, we'd really love to hear it. So those of you who are umming and ahhing, just, just go on and do it. And, you know, we, we're not exactly professionals at this end, so we don't and, mind if you're not. And, and don't worry about how your voice sounds. I mean, you can worry about it, but, but just still do it. And, and don't worry about wind noise, um, whatever type of wind it is. Um, and, and just, yeah, just do a minute or a minute and a half, whatever however short and send it in because it is interesting to hear people's different people's points of view and different voices rather than ours all the time so let's talk about project joker and katie was keen to get started on this i think she's got some 5k plans so why don't you introduce this bit yeah um i have been angling at getting my 5k time down a little bit um mainly for the sake of aquathlons that i'm going to do this summer um, the aquathlon that I do is at Box End. It's about a 750 to 800 metre swim and then a 5k off-road. And it's a very off-road run, um, all on grass. And, and you sort of run out to this kind of little hilly hillock thing. I mean, like probably in the Lake District, you'd call it a pimple or a, or a nothing. But it's kind of like a hillock. And then you run around that for about 2.5k. And then you run back again to, to where you were. So it's, it's a bit of a technical run, but I feel like if I get my 5K fitness better, however I do it, wherever I do it, then I've got a better chance in the aquathlons because I'm a slower swimmer than a lot of the ladies that do the aquathlons. But maybe I can pick them up on the run. Um, so yeah, so I decided to want to do Project Joker and um, I've been kind of waffling on about it for a few weeks and then Ben and Flyer said on my blog, right, let's start looking at each other's training and get this done and Linz was quite keen too on the thread, a few other people have put their hands up so I got on with it this week and did my baseline. 
Yeah. But I won't say what happened because I've actually done a bit of an outside broadcast piece for that. Yeah, so. very, very breathy it was. It was a bit breathy, yeah. yes. So, so what is Project Joker then for the people who don't know? Okay, well, it's, it's a 10-week um, intervals, sort of doing your intervals, your long run every week for 10 weeks. You can also do a tempo run or you can switch between tempo and intervals. Or if you really are a strong runner who obviously does these sorts of things a lot, I guess you could do a tempo run and intervals and a long run. For me, I know my body well enough to know it won't cope with all of that. Um, and, and personally, from a kind of professional point of view, I'd prefer people to do just sort of one quality, either tempo intervals or hill session a week, um, one long run, and then and then maybe mix up with a bit of cross training or an easy run, something like that. And that's what I tend to do. And it seems to keep me mostly on track, but we'll see through this 10 weeks. Um, and so for 10 weeks, you, you go on and you log these things. Um, if you want to play your joker one week, you can. So you can skip it if you're not feeling right. And then at the end, you, you redo your 5K and you see if you've improved. Yeah. So Does that sum it up? Yeah. So there, there are three key sessions, the long run, the intervals and the, the threshold run or the tempo run, as you sometimes call them. And you can either do those each week or you can play your joker and at the end of the 10 weeks you'll either have 30 jokers and you haven't done any kind of structured training and you might not see an improvement um or on the other hand if you try to do them all you might end up a little bit broken yeah so the idea is to just find the right balance that works for you and you just you know measure your your improvement so we are planning on starting doing that this week so yeah um we've also had a contribution from Linz d who i think is joining us on the project joker bandwagon hello fetchies it's Linz d here again katie fluttered her eyelashes at me and well you know i couldn't resist it so um i'm going to talk to you very briefly about project joker which i guess dovetails quite nicely with my last bit about training plans so my half marathon is on saturday and I decided that after that, I would give Project Joker a go. I've got um, some 5k races coming up. I've got part run, of course, every week. And I've got some 10k races coming up as well. So um, Project Joker it is, starting next week at some point. I've already plugged my time in. And I've looked at my paces. And my first impression is that the long run paces are very slow. Slower than I... I'm currently running my long runs and the threshold pace looks achievable, which is good because I remember it didn't last time I looked at Project Joker. And the interval paces look brutal. So I guess I'll give it a few weeks and maybe I'll report back and see how it's going. Yeah, so thanks, Linz, for that. And um, I totally agree. When I put my time in today, um, we looked at the long run time and it was it was very slow and I actually felt like I, I could do it but it wouldn't feel like a natural long run pace to me. So um, Fetch has had a bit of a fiddle. Um, and, uh, with, a virtual one. With, with, the, with the code. And if you plug your time in again, then you might find that you see something that's a little bit more, sits a bit more comfortable with you. So I'm going to have another look as well, because I know that when I looked, my long run pace did look, it did look very slow and the others looked absolutely fine. So yeah, try it again. Try it again. I, I mangled it. Um, let's 
cut straight over to you doing your yes see your what bit. happened yeah. so katie went out to do her 5k baseline to start her off and get her paces and this is how she got on hello fetchies <coughs> it's katie b um believe it or not i have been getting my breath back already um so i'm just doing my start of project joker piece and i've just done my 5k baseline and um i'm actually not sure that it's actually right (laughs) because it's a bit quicker than i expected it to be and i can't work out in my head how it is the time that it is um but anyway i had a a top heart rate of 173 during um and it certainly felt like that and i'm just I've just had a look now and it's it's gradually coming down. I'm about one 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 seven now. Um and I think my time was under twenty-six minutes, which is just absolutely insane and I I can't quite believe it because I was hoping they can't be right. I'm really doubting myself. Anyway, I've just done it. Uh, I think I did three point one miles. Um we shall see. Um if I haven't then you'll never hear this recording. <laughs> Um, so there we go. That's my my effort. People are biking past me on Route 51 and looking at me like I'm completely nuts, and that's okay. And one lady has stopped and asked me if I'm okay. So I must look I must look quite wrecked. Um, so anyway, I'm going to sign off here and uh, tootle off home, nice and gentle, and hope I haven't broken any part of myself. Right then, bye, fetchies. Well, I'm still in slight disbelief about that because um, I, I really didn't expect... I, I, I expected to be under 26 minutes at the end of Project Joker, not at the beginning. Um, so I'm super pleased. I think a lot of my cardiovascular fitness has come from the swimming that I've been doing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really, really pleased with that. So I'm going to believe it. I'm going to go for those sessions over the next 10 weeks. And in that time, I will probably have done hopefully a couple of aquathlons um so it'll be interesting to see what happens with those yeah so um if you'd like to come and give project joker a try if you go to fetcheveryone.com forward slash joker and there's a bit more explanation on there probably better than we've managed but it'll give you a bit more advice on on what it's all about um and we'd love to hear how you get on with that so do pop into the podcast thread and let us know if you're giving it a try or come on to the project joker thread as well so yeah. that's that's quite nice there's four or five of us i think actively on there at the moment sort of sort of getting on with it so come on to there and have a chat with us too and um, we'll, we'll support each other through the next 10 weeks i also wanted to give a little mention to our feature voting which is is taking off nicely uh, you can find that by going to fetcheveryone.com forward slash feature voting and that allows you to propose new ideas for the site and also to vote for and against all the ideas that have been proposed. I think we're up to something like 150 ideas now and I've adjusted it so that the ones that you haven't voted for are all collected at the top so it should be a little bit easier to use and um, the more I get feedback from all of you the easier it is for me to see what's going to be the the best update what's going to make most of you happy Uh, it doesn't mean that I will always do what most people vote for like one of the things that was voted up was uh, allowing editing on forum posts and blog comments and whatnot Um, my counter argument to that is that with editing we would never have had the is it Prague meme 
which has uh, <laughs> still funny after all these years. If you don't know what that's all about, just pop onto my blog or the podcast thread and ask, and I'm sure someone will explain it to you. I won't always do the stuff that lots of people vote for, but it is really handy for me to, to get an idea of what people want. Some of you may know about the Thames Bridges Challenge that goes on in London, unsurprisingly. Um, but we're planning on having one in Bedford on, I think it's probably going to be the 13th of July. That's the most popular date on the, the poll we've put together. And um, the basic idea is that you meet up at one bridge somewhere, you run over a load of other bridges and then you finish and you go to the pub and have a couple of pints. If you're interested in that, the thread is called Not a Thames Bridge Challenge. So look that one up on the forum and um, do let us know if you're interested in that. So probably July the 13th in Bedford. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, so it's going to be, we're probably aiming for about a, a six mile run and in that, we've probably got about 20 bridges that we can cover in Bedford because they tend to sort of just stick them everywhere, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And they're very pretty. It's a very pretty, nice sort of route. If I'm, if I'm sort of thinking around the right bridges, I think it'll be a really pleasant day uh, if the weather's okay. Yeah, it should be. And if yeah. it's not, it'll be awful. But um, you can yeah. all come and join, it, join in with us. I usually leave the featured blogs to Katie because she reads the blogs more frequently than I do but I saw one this week that really caught my eye and it was a proper gutsy here's me at my worst kind of blog and and here's what I'm doing about it and it comes from Homer. Um, Homer has been on the site for probably at least 10 years if not uh, a few more than that um, and he wrote a blog in the week discussing how he'd struggled with various things, you know, eating and alcohol and how he got to his lowest point and then managed to turn it round. And I put this in our podcast notes in the week. And when I spoke to Katie about what we're going to talk about in the podcast today, she mentioned the same blog. So we'd both yeah. seen it um, and it was fabulous. Yeah, it was. It really is a great blog, and I I recommend you go find it and read it. Um, no holds barred, just total and utter kind of almost like a confession, really. Um, but just total admiration from from me. I think it's really hard sometimes to look at yourself and go, "I'm not doing this right," or "I'm or I've I've done this and I want to change it," or or you know, however you want to frame it. But um, it is a really great blog from Homer and um, we are just cheering him on from here and saying, we're behind you. Yeah, he said his nerves were jangling when he posted it or his heart was racing or, or something like that. And I, I can see why that would be the case. You know, you, you're sort of really bearing your soul, but he bared it and it was fabulous. And yeah, we're all right behind you, Homer. So um, yeah, good on you. Yeah. Um, and our next contribution is from Elsie Two, who um, this week has had a one-to-one coaching session with um, Greenlight PT. I think that's the name of the. I think so. Company. Anyway, she's had a one-to-one coaching session over at Bletchley Pool, and this is her contribution to tell us all about that. Hi, this is Elsie Two. This week I had a one-to-one swim coaching session and some people on the How Was Your Swim Today thread were interested in hearing how it was, so I thought I'd contribute to the podcast. Firstly, a bit of history on why I got into swimming in the past couple of years. 
Last year, KTB and Silver Shadow had places to swim the Bantham Swoosh. Silver Shadow had to drop out due to a diagnosis of breast cancer, and she was really disappointed. Then she set her sights on entering the following year, but thought Katie wouldn't want to do it again. So I said I'd do it with her. This year has been about building up distance and making swimming a priority over running when time doesn't allow for both. I've also lost a bit of running mojo, so that's working out just fine. Whilst trying to increase my distance, I've had problems with my right shoulder. That and a glowing review from Katie B after her lesson last year encouraged me to book a one-to-one coaching session with video analysis. I had that session this week and I loved it. I'm so pleased that Katie encouraged me to have the video analysis because seeing yourself doing something makes it really obvious what you're doing wrong. I think it would have been much harder to understand the problems with my stroke without the video. The session started with four lengths of warm-up, then four lengths with the pool boy, then another four lengths medium pace, then a 400 metre timed swim, trying to keep even splits. My time was 8.49 and I did pretty even splits, so that's good. The coach then videoed me swimming six lengths. After that, we were out of the pool and sitting at his laptop to have a look at the video. He started by telling me that I've got a nice stroke for someone that's not had any lessons as an adult, so that was nice. He then found three issues for me to work on. Firstly, my arms. He told me that your arms should not cross your centre line. Mine do, as the hand goes into the water in its way over. He thinks that could be causing some of my shoulder problems. And it makes your body snake in the water rather than going in a straight line. All of which is really obvious when you look at the video. To sort this out, he's given me a drill to do where I concentrate on my arms going into the water at 11 o'clock and 1 o'clock. If anything, I was going in at 11 o'clock with my right arm and 1 o'clock with my left arm before the coaching. And that's not good. The second issue that he pointed out for to me was so obvious looking at the video, but I had no idea I was doing it. As soon as he said, look at your head position for breathing, I just said, why am I doing that? Rather than just turning my head, I'm lifting it right out of the water. So for this, I need to concentrate on keeping my ear down in the water and just turning my head. If you keep your head in the water, it creates a bow wave and leaves a pocket of air where your mouth is for breathing. So there's no need to lift your head at all. I had no idea. The third issue was my legs. They sink a bit. Not a huge amount, but they could be better. So not lifting my head will help with that, because if you lift your head, your body seesaws and your legs drop. But the other issue is that I'm bending my knees more than I should. I need more of a straight leg kick. So if I can work on that and not lifting my head, that should sort out my legs being higher in the water. So having explained all the problems to me with the video, we then got back in the pool and he ran through some drills with me to improve each of those aspects. He's now just sent me an email listing all those drills and also two training sessions that he recommends for me. I'm so glad I went for the lesson. The next step is to put those drills into practice and and see what happens. He suggested that if I want another lesson that I leave it for at least six to eight weeks to put everything into practice. Um, But my main thing is now I just want to build up my distance so that I'm ready for the Bantham Swish. Yeah, that that sounds so like my experience with with Adam. He is um, a great coach um, and um, it really is good to see yourself on the video. And I think a lot of people, again, are a little bit fearful of having that sort of thing done. But it's the best way to illustrate what's going on. I've also got the um, 11 o'clock and 1 o'clock drill on my list. Uh, I think it's a reasonably common problem. Um, 
and the head rotation thing actually really fits with with how you are with sighting um, Elsie down at box end um, so I think that's going to really help you with that issue as well so really good contribution there I hope it encourages a few other people out there to go and get some coaching done um, because it's it's just so useful with technical um, activities especially something like swimming when people say I can't I just can't swim more than a length it feels like it's really unfixable especially if it's due to do with breathing it's so fixable I've seen over the last eight months I've been helping out with a beginners and improvers swimming session at the Harriers I've seen huge improvements um, in people's ability to continue breathing over longer distances. I'll be the one holding all the coats at the Bantam Swoosh. <clears throat> so there are four of you or five of you now. Heligant in, in yes, the squad. Yes, yeah, Heligant has now um, has been the nth hour because the transfers um, window, <laughs> a bit like the football, has to finish at some point and it finishes on the 15th which is Wednesday isn't it yeah and um Heligant has been really persistent in trying to get a place from someone who no longer requires it and she has succeeded so we're very happy about that so um there'll be a nice little squad of us zooming down the estuary okay folks so just to kind of go over a few a few reminders really if you fancy getting your um your speed up a little bit then come and join us on the project joker thread and um, also on the podcast thread just to let us know how you're getting on with that if you could do a little starting piece as well a bit like um mine or lynn's to to show us where you're starting from and what you're hoping to achieve that would also be awesome yeah, there are rumours that Happy G has recorded a piece for us after much Ooh. pastoring. Um, he was looking at ways to reduce the, the amount of wind mm-hmm. um, buffeting his microphone and various ideas have been suggested from um, putting his phone in a sock to using some sort of... Uh, Soft toy, was it? Dead cat, I think, oh, was okay. one of the suggestions. A bit um, weirder than I was... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll have to check that. Okay. And um, or or f- or foam or something like that. So we're looking forward to hearing it. And if there is a bit of wind, then so what? Then yeah. we we all know what wind we feels will like. Cope. Yeah. And that's it for this week. Please send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com, including you, especially you, whoever you are. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you get a notification every time we drop a fat one. And visit. <laughs> fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with your comments, questions and suggestions. And we'll see you next time, won't we, Katie? We will. All right, ta-da.